Deficit Order, Season 24, Episode 4. I'm one of your host, Chris. Saul's with us, too. Where is he? Stop What's up, guys? Whatever. We're back, guys. Woo! Tom Sizemore is no more. Dead at 60 fun. <laughs> oh, man, that guy had a hard life of partying, dude. He used to fucking party with Heidi Fleiss. Remember when he used to show up on Howard Stern show all fucked up with Heidi Fleiss? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, he he was like. No, I mean he he, he had a good time, dude. He oh yeah. Oh yeah, he was a party animal, dude. Support, and uh, the family decided to take him off life support. And now Tom Sizemore is no more. Are you gonna bark all day, little doggy? And then Michael Madsen's gonna take over all of Tom Sizemore's roles. Hold on, hold on, yep. coming in hot here. No more confusion. Because one's still alive, and one is no longer with us. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> are you going to bark all day, doggy? Or are you going to bite? There we go, guys. I had to get a new phone. I'm testing it out. I had to get an iPhone 14, guys, because mine took a shit. It just wasn't charging. I had, like, an iPhone 10, and it just wasn't charging. I'm like, oh, fuck. So it was like seven years old. Huh? It's not like you were like, my iPhone 13 finally just No, no. I mean, dude, obviously you've had it for a minute, so. Yeah, I've had it for like seven years. <laughs> the iPhone X, dude. So I got an iPhone 14. Are you digging it so far or what? 
Yeah, I like it a lot. It's the um, it's just the regular 14. It's not the 14 Pro with the stupid fucking screen. I'm gonna upgrade. No, I'm gonna upgrade to the 15 for free. I asked the dude. I'm like, all I have to do is bring my phone in and go. Hey, I need a new one. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, because I think no, it's within the six cool. month. I think it's because within the six month period of a uh, new phone coming out. So you're not like you buy a phone like six months later. Like, Fuck! I should have waited. Now Apple's like, no, you can get the new one. They can do, considering they got caught up a few years back and actually getting caught, fucking slowing and throttling people's performances. Oh yeah. On their I'm, iPhones. I'm sure they still do that. Into buying new ones. Oh yeah. Your phone is running slow because you need the new one, but they got busted for it. Oh yeah. So yeah, if, for you to like upgrade within six months of buying that phone and then another fucking new one comes out oh yeah dude you're definitely entitled bro uh, yeah yeah well because the new one's gonna have a usb-c port and i was like fuck i want oh, that one cool. they're finally gonna switch to fucking being universal with everyone else and having a type c huh yeah about fucking time, bro. Well, yeah, they, they, I think they, I think the European Union pushed them like, you need to use that space, say. You bloody. I gotta say, man, I'm kind of uh, impressed. I can't, I, I'm not fully, but I'm kind of impressed that, you know, it sounds like Apple's starting to actually listen to their fucking customers. Oh, do that. Time, man, I mean, you gotta admit it. I mean, I know you use a lot of Apple products, but you gotta admit, dude. Apple was basically like, we'll do what the fuck we want. If you don't like it, then don't fucking buy it. Well, yeah, that's what it is. It's a it's a luxury item for fucking yuppies. You know, they're like, oh, hello, you want this flippy flop? And around here, everybody has a fucking iPhone. You know, you'll see you'll see toddlers with fucking iPhone 14s and shit, like Pro Maxes. I, I just think that's weird, though, because especially in Silicon Valley area, you know, God. Well, it's Samsung, too. A lot of Asians are on Samsungs. Like, like, twang, tang, twang. A lot of people are using Android. Well, yeah. Android, but I'm a Microsoft dude, and I mean, I don't care about the ridicule. I do back and forth. I like, um... I know Mac, or as we say in the tech realm, yes, I speak Mac. I just don't fucking like it compared to my Windows machines and all the shit I can do with uh, you know, my Windows machines, as opposed to things being a lot more exclusive when it comes to fucking with Mac, because you just said yourself, you know, Apple is more of like a luxury item. Well, it is. Everything that has to do with getting it kind of, you know, sometimes it's a little pricey. But anyway. Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually, it took me only an hour to get a new phone. I just went in. I'm like, yep, I backed up my old one. Got 130 bucks for my old phone towards my new one. So I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Give me that shit. Only uh, almost uh, almost $1,000 later, I walked out with a fucking new phone. <laughs> but, but I'm upgrading to the, um, the new one, so... Fifteen. Now let me yeah. ask you this. Please fucking tell me you got a case for that thing. Dude. Nope. It's all bare, dude. No, I have um I always get the otter cases. Uh it's like a sixty-five dollar sixty-five dollar military tested drop secure. Waterproof airtight. 
They always put like they're all military grade. <laughs> yeah, because I dropped my phone like a motherfucker, and if I didn't have like a, a a hard case on this thing, that's the first thing I do. I bought a case to leave. A shotter box. It's all fucking. <laughs> No, but uh, it's it's definitely exactly. <laughs> you know. I've had I've had the bad luck where though, fine, you got a badass case that protects the fuck out of your phone, but you drop it face down in gravel. And you well, yeah. Fucking strange. Well, I have a I have a screen protector on it, and I have it in a fucking um, a sixty five dollar case. So I'm like, fuck. I shit you not, and this is no bullshit. It is so fucking dusty out where we live that my wife and I have given up the idea of putting screen protectors on any of our shit. Oh, really? Fucking tablets from our tablets because we both have uh, Windows Surface tablets and our phones. We just won't do it because it's so fucking dusty out here that literally the dust particles in the air, just the second, the second you peel it off, if it creates the slightest static, it'll suck any of the little micro rocks in the air. So you need like a clean room to put on your screen? Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Fucking, you know, fucking closet with a fucking vacuum cleaner. Fucking yeah, just have somebody with a vacuum cleaner over the screen. Like a shop vac over the screen while you're fucking doing it. There you oh, go. No, you know what? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, my luck, bro. It just suck it. <laughs> exactly. I suck the screen protector in, dude. Like, fuck! God damn it. Yeah. That would happen to me, too. <clears throat> yeah, when the guy put the screen yeah. protector on, they have a machine that does it. I'm like, oh, finally, you guys got a machine. He's like, yeah, I did. And he's like, totally. I'll, uh, I'll put it on. He's like, I'm really good. I put it on it perfect. And as soon as you put it on, I looked. I'm like, oh, there's an air bubble there. And I just pushed down on the corners, you know? Like, a couple of the corners were lifting up. He's like, oh, I do it perfect. I'm like, all right, I'll be the judge of that, you motherfucker. He did use the machine. That's what I'm saying. He did use the machine. And he's like, oh, yeah, if, when I use it, it's... No, no, no. No, he's like, he's like, I, I, he's like, I don't need the machine, but I'll use it, sort of. I'm like, all right, cool. And and he puts it on in the fucking the top right corner. There's a tiny air bubble I have to push down, and then like the bottom, like some of the edges, I push down a little bit. I didn't show him about. Hey, look, motherfucker. <laughs> so and, it's and fine that's, now. That's the Apple. That's the Apple Store adventure. Which one did you go to? Stanford. Or do you want to say which city you went to? Not Stanford. The oh, the okay. yuppiest one ever. But um, but like the night before. The night before when I was um, seeing Children of the Corn, which we'll rate later, when I was seeing that, my phone wasn't charging. It was like at 70% and wasn't charging. I'm like, fuck. And like, you know, when like you like move it around, it charges at a certain angle and then it doesn't at the other angle. It's a yeah, boop, 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 boop. I'm like, fuck. Well, you think you've got the sweet spot. You think you got the sweet spot. And you walk away and you come back later and it's like, uh, yeah. Out of the sweet spot, like right after you walked away. Like I have one of those like a uh, hundred dollar superchargers that I carry around in my backpack, you know. So if I, I you know, I'll plug my phone into it, and if it's at a weird angle, it doesn't even charge in the backpack. I'm like motherfucker. 
Yeah, I bought I bought that for. Um, I'm glad you got a new phone because now you don't have to fucking worry about that for a while anyway. And if you start having problems, no worries because we're getting the iPhone fucking 15 pretty fucking soon. I think it's coming out in October. I think. I don't know. I, was, I need a new phone for Europe anyway because I'm not gonna travel around England. But, oh, my phone's dead, love. Uh oh. That ain't cool. What? Before we get into like your movie reviews today, I wanted to. Nope. Do a Sorry. Of news things. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, hold on, hold on. We got it. Hold on. Hold on. We need to bring in the news. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, we can do Black Angels, My Tornado for the news. Here we go. Sounds good. 2023 Okay. <laughs> well, Jimmy Carter, who was... A.K.A. Teeth and Gums. Once our president. Also known as Teeth and Gums. Reagan. Yeah. He had checked himself into hospice and basically said, that's it. I'm ready to die. I'm happy with life. He's all, I'm not building any more homes for these fucking stupid people. He's like on his deathbed. He's like, I'm sick of building these fucking homes. What? That was two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And he is still alive and well. <laughs> and then like two weeks ago, but two weeks ago, he did make that statement that he's sick of building those homes for humanity. He always hated it. And uh, he's never doing it again. He's like, fuck these people. They suck. Because he, was thought, he thought he was dying the next day. But two weeks later, he's still holding on, guys. And some people are mad at him right now. Well, I I know that um, at first it was like, because, yeah, just like, you know, himself, he actually thought, you know, fucking he was going to, you know, bite the big one. Well, yeah, but... All these people had nothing but nice words to say, including some of the Secret Service men that worked for him, that were fond of him. However, since he's still alive, there's quite a few people who have come out. Secret oh. Service, one Secret Service member said that he was rude and fucking, like, real, just, like, stupid. Like, you know, like, in the sense that he was real inconsiderate and didn't really, like... And I, I, I kind of could see it. But Jimmy Carter, 39th president. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, get the fuck over here, you piece of shit. Oh, hi, I'm Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Carter. He's from Georgia. And he was, he was the president from 77 to 81. He, yeah. he, was, he was the president. He was right before Reagan, man. One term. He was the president for one term. And the reason, one of the big reasons, me being a military buff, I can tell you right now, one of the big reasons. He had shrapnel on his left hip that kept bothering him. No, bro. Oh. Real deal shit. Uh, There was an Iranian hostage situation back in 1980. And 
they scrambled and rambled to move in the Delta Force, Army Delta Force. Oh, this is the Chuck Norris movie was based on this, yeah. No, because this didn't go well, bro. What happened oh. was when the actual chopper that had the Delta Force operators was going to lift off and got caught in its own jet wash, and it crashed to the ground, killing all the members. So the hostage rescue never fucking happened. And it basically ruined Jimmy Carter's chance getting a second term. So they're just all... Uh, the last straw. Was Jimmy Carter flying the helicopter? Why was it his fault? <laughs> it's your fault we crashed. Hey! Well, because he's the president of the United States. He's the president of the United States. He's the one who made that call, bro. Yeah, but presidents of the United States kill people all the time and their own people. They don't quit. Carter couldn't take it. Yeah, but that was back then, bro. Back, back then, then it was even harsher. Back then yeah, they're like, okay, we got a ha- Iran hostage situation. <laughs> yeah, but just remember this. You know, if you'll recall when we were kids, because I remember it. I really do remember it being a big deal. But I guess you just don't recall it really was a big deal. But the thing is, the reason that it was such a big deal that cost him the presidency was because it was one of the things that kind of was done if you will, under the noses of, you know, the United States people. And it was supposed to be a hush-hush secret mission. Then all of a sudden it goes fucking sideways. Some of the, you know, tip of the spear service members of the Army, the Delta Force, all die. Yeah, but we shouldn't even have found out about that, though. But it was a bad look, especially... Oh, they should have just been like, hey... Vietnam era. But wouldn't they have just been like, hey, um, a military helicopter went down, not saying it was Delta Force. They'd be like, a special Delta Force crew went down. Their names were John, Roger, Jim, and Johnny. They didn't say that. That that shit didn't come out until years later. You know, they just said that. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) So I'm like, like, Jesus. Military personnel that were going to... That were committed to doing a rescue mission, but well, they shouldn't even say that. They should just been like uh, military personnel carrying medical gear uh, crashed outside of shimmy bops. What I'm getting at is, yeah, it was you know during like still you know Vietnam was still fresh in a lot of people's minds. Oh yeah, and uh, so that was just like that's it because we ain't trying to get into any other wars. And this is this is like something that can get us in a war, and you're a dumb president. Fuck you, get lost. All right. Well, thinking of speaking of wars, guys. Hey, you got anything else before we get into the first movie? Oh, yeah, dude. Okay, what? Hey, whatever you want to do. It's your okay. Time. All right, here we go. First movie. Save your news for in between the next movie. Ah, we'll do news later. Later. Go ahead. Here we go. Creed 3, guys, two blacks boxing in IMAX, two blacks boxing in IMAX, guys. It is starring. Oh, Adonis has been thriving in both his career and family life. But when a childhood friend, former boxing prodigy, resurfaces, 
the face-off is more than just a fight. This is Creed 3. The rules been cut up and bruised too. The ugly wounds will soon turn. Give me some real soundtrack here, people. That's all we got. No, the soundtracks are lacking, man. It's just oh, crap. Okay, so Creed 3, guys. Uh, this is, the, I think, the best of the three movies. But the first one was like, eh. It had Rocky in it. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, it had Rocky in it. Creed 3 had Rocky. No, no, no. Creed 1 and 2 had Sylvester Stallone. This is the first Rocky-based movie without Sylvester Stallone in it. Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. Okay, Michael... People call Michael Basketball Jordan. What? Sorry. It's already breaking box office records. It's doing well. People call Michael Basketball Jordan. That's what they call him. That's what I've heard. No, they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard it, dude. And Michael B. Jordan, the beast for basketball. Okay, here we go. What? <laughs> Michael Basketball Jordan. Okay, starring Michael Basketball Jordan as Adonis Creed. <laughs> Tessa Thompson as Bianca Creed. Jonathan Majors. What's up? Yeah, Jonathan Majors as Damien. His name is Damien Anderson. It's like motherfucker. Well, no, it shows them like it shows them. It opens up with them as kids. Yeah, basically, it, it shows them as kids, right? So it opens up with them as kids. Hey, hey, yeah, you hella cool. And he's basically. His corner man, uh, um, Adonis, because he's like, they're both in a foster home for some reason. Because fucking, because, uh, um, because his dad's a fucking asshole, dude. His dad's a deadbeat piece of shit. Dude, his dad would rather, th his dad is sitting in a pool, throwing fucking catch, playing catch with his dogs, wanting to come back, right? While his son, his son and Felisa Rashad was his ex-wife in the movie. So, so she's just sitting there. She's dying of Parkinson's and shit in the movie. <laughs> and fucking. <laughs> and, um, uh. In this movie? Yeah, in this movie, she dies of Parkinson's. Spoiler alert. You know, because they try to pull, like, the Mickey, you know, the third movie, just like when Mickey dies in the third Rocky movie. Well, but he didn't act as well. When Michael B. Jordan starts crying, his cheeks puff up, you know, almost like a chipmunk. And then, like, tears start running down his eyes. <laughs> it's all... Mom! No, Mom! <laughs> but, uh, but... So... But she doesn't die from, like, yelling at, you know, like, how Mickey's like, You, gotta, gotta you know, when fucking Mr. T's like, Mr. T gave him a fucking chest bump. Yeah. He's like, you fucking old piece of shit. He fucking ruptured an artery in his heart. He's like, ah! It should have shown, like, a close-up if it was, the uh, like, 2008. It would have shown this heart little zig 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 Yep, it would have been all zig zig zig. <laughs> and it's like, oh no, then pan back out. It's like, motherfucker. 
Okay, so then, um, but he uh, got influence from anime with the fight scenes. But it's more uh, looks like he ripped off Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes fight type scenes. You know, he's like, hey, I'm going to hit him over here. And then hit, you know, you've seen that, right? You've seen Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes with, uh, um, uh, what's his name? God damn it. Oh, oh, with uh, um, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. So it no. shows him like, so it will show him boxing a guy, right? And it'll be like, oh, his kidney, mm-hmm. his be like, oh, his kidney's exposed. And the camera will be like, you know, show his kidney exposed while he's throwing like a jab. He's like, I'll hit him in the kidney uh, there. And then boom, he does like a fat punch to his kidney. He's like, he'll drop to his left knee here, you know, and then it'll be zoom, and then loops around. So like, then his face would be exposed over here. And then boom, he hits him in the head with like a hammer fist. You know, like that type oh, of stuff. So basically, it's, a, it's the strategy. Strategizing, going through the motions, actually yeah. strategizing. Yeah, but, but, but this is what Sherlock does. But Michael B. Jordan, same thing without the strategizing, same camera angle. Like, you see him, like, punch the guy, but then you see him open, open every time he comes after him. So Michael B. Jordan's looking mm-hmm. at his left side. So when he does hit him, it's a zobogish. And you see, like, the slow ripple of the flesh. It's a fucking and the guy's all, bah! and the sweat, like, flies off in slow motion. Of course. And then, like, and, and, and you hear, like, the bones crack. It's sort of like Mortal Kombat. But he influenced, it's totally influenced off video games and stuff like that. So the guy's all, bah! and then punches him again. And then in Dolby, like, I saw it in IMAX. This is the first, the first sports movie to be filmed with IMAX. Or for IMAX, I guess. It looked good in IMAX. But Dolby, you feel those punches when he hits you. You feel it in your back. And your seat vibrates. <laughs> you know, then it, then it pans back to real, to real time. It's like, hip, hip. You know, it's what. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Let's hear the story. Okay. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And she looks so great in photographs. I absolutely love her when she's gone. Okay, the story of Creed, guys. Uh, so, yeah, basically that's the story. Um, Creed uh, is retiring. It opens up with him doing his last ba- match. You know, like, here he comes, guys, fighting his last match. And he wins, of course, goes out the champion, right? So this is his retirement match. Panda, like, I think it says three years later, but it never says that. They just hint to it. He owns a boxing gym, and he's managing the heavyweight champion of the world. And the heavyweight champion of the world happens to be a Mexican. I'm like, bullshit. In what world is there a heavyweight boxing Mexican champion? (laughs) I'm like, oh, uh, seriously, to my head, I'm like, oh, this guy must be like a middleweight champion. He's like, no, this is the heavyweight champion. Uh, where is, where is he? Uh, yeah, uh, no, there's Victor Drago, and the heavyweight champion, I don't know where he is, where'd he go? Well, wait a minute, Victor Drago, like Ivan Drago? Yeah, Ivan, oh, he was in the second one, that was his, but he's retired now, so he's, but Victor Drago's still, like, young enough, so he's, so Michael B. Jordan is setting up a fight between Victor Drago and his heavyweight champion, uh, I don't see his name here. 
Ricky Colton? No. Well, that has to be him. Yeah, Tony Bennett. Uh, Ricky Colton. Let me see. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. No, no. That's the guy he bought, fights in retirement. Damn, they put the fucking boxer way down here. I don't even see him on here. Oh, no. He's a real boxer. No? No, that's the chick. Oh, whatever. Who gives a shit? So, the, so a Mexican heavyweight. When have we seen a Mexican heavyweight? Can you name one? Besides, like, kickboxing and mixed martial arts and stuff? I, I don't know no, of one. professional boxing, I can't think of one. So exactly, exactly. Featherweights, lightweights, middleweights. Lightweights, featherweights, <laughs> and, and middleweights, dude. They're never... I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Yeah, so... They don't get big enough or something? I don't know. They don't. Mexicans are short and small people, man. There's very few that are very tall. This guy happens to be tall and skinny, and he looks like a middleweight, and they're trying to throw him off as a heavyweight. And and this dude, uh, uh, so so they, so they have that guy. That guy is going through all the sparring partners. You know, oh, no one can keep up with him. There's no sparring partners. Homeboy shows up. Hey, remember me? He's leaning on his Cadillac, right out in the front of the gym. He's like, hey, can I help you, brother? You know, he's like, yeah, man, what's up? So you remember me? Yeah, yeah, basically that's what he said. <laughs> but before that, okay, we'll get back to their story. So there so he was his golden gloves buddy, you know. So so Jonathan Major's character was a really good boxer. You know, he was kicking ass at like 18, 19 years old. Right? About to become, you know, Olympic and then go to pro. Right? And so and then but he was also into gangbanging and shit like that. He happened to, like he won his match. Um, Adonis finds a gun in his bag. Doesn't say anything about it. They pull, like he wins his match. They pull out a liquor store. Hey, what do you want? Pineapple drinks? Oh hell yeah! Let's celebrate. And then Adonis comes around a corner, sees this man who used to be his foster dad, who used to beat him as a kid. He's like, Hey, what's up, man? Remember me, Larry? He's like, What? And he starts beating on this old man, dude. Right? It's like motherfucker. And then uh, he starts beating him up. There's cops that pull up to a Chinese store next door. They see it. They come around. Or they don't come around yet. A Don, or, um, his buddy comes up around the corner, Jonathan Majors. Uh, Damien comes around the corner with a handgun going, hey, motherfucker, back off. Uh, and then the cops show up. Adonis runs for it. Damien gets busted because he has priors and he's on probation. So he gets 18 years in prison. And then Adonis is like, he just ran away. He's like, motherfucker. Right? So then, uh, so that's their backstory. So then he shows up, hey, what's up, man? Remember me? I went to jail for you. No. You know? He doesn't say it. He doesn't say it, but he's just like, hey, man, how's it going? Like playing all friendly and nice and cool, you know? But you know, there's like an underlining shit with this dude. And he's like, hey, man, what's up? How's it going? Oh, yeah, totally. He's like, hey, man, you want to eat? He's like, yeah, let's grab something to eat. So he eats, and he tells him, uh, man. So he start, So they start eating, and he starts pouring fucking all his hot sauce on his steak and shit. He's like, whoa, whoa, hold on. He's like, you don't know understand, man. He's like, I haven't had something like this in a long time. He's like, how long? He's like, 18 years. He's like, fuck. <laughs> so you need some money? He's like, no, I don't need your money. He's like, I want to be the champion. He's like, he's like, I know you can do that for me. He's like, well, he's like wait. I can't do that shit. He's like, come on, man. You know you can do it, brother. 
<clears throat> it's like, fuck, uh, nah, but I can get you into the gym and you can work out. And so he ends up being the sparring partner of the Mexican guy, right? And he, uh, and he pulls a couple, like, cheap shots on him while they're sparring. He's like, oh, yeah, man, you know, because he's been, he was, like, the boxing champion in prison. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, what's up, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so he has, pulls him as a sparring partner, uh, and then they, then he goes to Adonis's house, and he, pu- you know, and Adonis's wife is a a multi platinum recording artist now. Like he can't just have a housewife, right? <clears throat> His girlfriend was a recording artist, but she's deaf in both ears, right? And then their daughter's deaf, so there's a lot of sign language shit in the movie that's not funny at all because it's in sign language. And the- what? <laughs> She's a pop star, but she's deaf. Yes, but she has hearing aids. But she doesn't talk like this. She's normal. She talks normal. Hold up, dude. So what's her fucking top hit in this movie? I love you, baby. Like, he's totally like, hell yeah, baby. You're selling a lot of records. He's buying all the records and shit. Hell yeah, I'm going to give you a Hell yeah, hell yeah. And he's buying like the whole audience for all of her concerts and shit. He's like, damn, he's like, this bitch is getting me broke. He's like, <laughs> oh, you're fucking sick. No, no, no. He has nothing like that. He's just, he just comes over to, you know, to his fucking multi million dollar house. And he's like, shit. And because he looks up and he has glass floors, he's like, damn, you got see through floors? You know, he's like, you rich ass nigga, you know, and so, and there, he's like, oh yeah, come on, man, come on in, this is just normal life, he has a huge picture of himself on the wall, his championships belts displayed, you know, a nice sick ass pool table, just sick ass LA Hills home, right, so, and then Damien's like, hey, nice to meet you. He's playing off. He's like, <laughs> and then he talks to the, you know, he meets the daughter, talks to her in some sign language. He's like, oh, yeah, that's cool, man. You know, it's like really cool. And then uh, he want, and then him and the wife and him and Adonis, they're all eating outside and talks about her being a recording artist. He's like, yeah, my, uh, my newest artist is going to have a release party. Why don't you come on through? He's like, really? He's like, oh, man, that'd be great. Because before, he's like, man, you got the life. You're married to a rock star. It's like, you got this big old house. You got, you know. So then he goes to the um, party, right? And the party's like, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. They see the recording artist. He's just hanging out. Um, the Mexican dude that he had a beef with, you know, the sparring guy, he just sparred with him. He hit him, like, in his arm during sparring, right? So he's pissed at him. Uh, so the Mexican dude's there, Drago's there, right, and they're, and then uh, and um, Adonis is there. So Adonis goes over and talks to all of them, like, hey, man, we got to set this all up. We're all going to make some money, you, me, and fucking Vasquez, or whatever the fuck the Mexican guy's name is. Uh, right, he, right, se- right. he sets it all up, and then, uh, and then he co- turns away, then out of the corner of his eye, someone starts shit with Drago. You know, and beats him up, hits his hand, fractures his hand, right? And he's like, fuck, man. So, oh, man, I wonder who we're going to get because Drago got in a fight and got his hand fractured, right? He's like, huh, who are we going to get? We're going to get 
uh, he's like, fuck, I guess we're going to get Damien because no one else can fight. And we can't get somebody else on short notice. He's been fighting him already. So I'm like, fuck it. All right, boom. So then he ends up fighting. Damien ends up fighting him. <clears throat> I think. Let me see. Where is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Damien ends up fighting him. And what I was saying before, this guy outweighs him by at least 30 pounds or more. Right? And uh, and so so he goes in there and Damien like fights prison rules. He's, he's, he's notably Dude, this him. dude, look at look at a picture of Jonathan Majors. This dude's a fucking shit brick brick shit out. Yeah. So and the Mexican dude has a sunken chest. Doesn't look like he's done a push-up in the last fucking eight years. He's like, Gordale, I'm a heavyweight, you know? It's like, come on, dude, you're a fucking middleweight. So the Mexican dude comes out all fucking flashy, like, Gordale, I'm gonna win, I'm the champion, you know? And then fucking... <laughs> he's like, all right. Potential champion, right? He's huh? the new potential champion. Who? He's the new potential champion. The Mexican? Yeah. No, the Mexican is the heavyweight champion. Oh, he's already got a title. Yeah, he already has the title belts. He has the he has the oh, unified. So you, you, okay, okay, that's right. Because you said like it's like three years later, but they don't say. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's his face wanted the um, wanted the belts. So so this is basically Damien's title shot right off the bat. You know, so it's like all right, cool. So he starts boxing the motherfucker, then uppercuts his armpit, right? And he's like, oh, because that's where he hit him during training, right? So he's, he's, he's tendering up his arm. Uh, his uh, left arm, he tends to, and then he hits his left shoulder again with like a right hook. And he's like, oh, where's your power at now, man? Where's your power at now? You know, because he sees him dropping his shoulder when he hits. He's like, yeah, what's up? You know, and then all he's doing during the corner time is looking over at the other guy's corner and watching him wince as they put ice on his fucking bicep, you know? He's like, yeah, motherfucker, I got you. You know, <laughs> he's like, he's not listening to his trainers at all. He's just looking around. He's looking over his trainer's shoulders at fucking that dude in pain. He's like, yeah, I got you. So, so in other words, like, like, let me, let me try to paint a picture here and correct me if I'm wrong. But it's a scenario. All right, man, listen up. And everything gets kind of echoey. You got to get in there and chat and stick yeah. yeah, well, then it zooms in on the dude's arm. And then it shows an ice yeah, pack going on it. Over his shoulder with the yep. Sinister music, right? Yep. His, his arm's all fucking red. His arm's all red. He's like, fuck, okay, round two. Boom, boom, goes for the arm again. Round two. Yeah, in the first round. So round two, boom, boom, drops his arm again. You know, keeps pounding on his arm. He has no defense now because his arm's dead. So he's just like, whap, 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 just beating the shit out of this Mexican dude. To the point to where Adonis has, uh, um, Adonis's wife has to take the daughter away because it's getting too violent. Right? He's like, come on, motherfuckers. Duke, 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 just duking this fucking Mexican up, dude. And the Mexican's like, dang, 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 dang. No, well, at one point also... Before, like, before the, uh, and the, I think he goes three rounds. The second round, he elbows him in the cheek, dude. It's slow-mo. Shows his cheek split open. He's like, whoops, whoops. He's like, that's two points. He's like, okay, okay, all right, all right. I got it, I got it. 
You know, because he knows he's going to fucking knock him out. He's like, yeah, 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 I got it. Two points, whatever. He was like, all right, we got two points taken away from you. He's like, okay, then comes in. Just, tack, tack, tack. Like he, he was playing like he didn't really know how to box, but this motherfucker was boxing. He beat the shit out of this Mexican dude. Dropped him to where he had to be taken out with an ambulance, dude. He didn't move. He's just like, the guy hits the fucking mat and just is a brick. He just doesn't move at all, dude. No, but it was hinted at. Like, this motherfucker was... Yeah, like, 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 basically, um, well, no, it's not over. He just got the shit beat out of him, you know? Yeah, yeah, he had, he had to be taken away because he couldn't walk out. (laughs) And also, he's like, yeah, you know, he's all celebrating. And, like, Michael B. Jordan's character is like, yeah, like, half smiling at him and shit, like, yeah, motherfucker, what the fuck, you know? While he's standing over his, uh, his own fighter, who's all fucking just out. You know, he's like, yeah, what's up, motherfucker? Like yeah, you're the champ. And then it's kind of like, And so, uh, and so, um, so the mom has been keeping letters away from him that Adonis, or that Damien was writing him from prison. He's like, how could you do that, mom? He's like, everything is your fault. Everything I have is your fault. He's like, exactly, motherfucker, look at your house. You know. You know, like one of those like reversals. Like, yeah, everything we have is because of me. You stupid motherfucker. You know, because she was keeping Damien away from him. Because he was bad news, right? So, so she watched the fight, watched him do that, shows him the old letters. And in the old letters is a picture of the guy who fucking broke his hand at the party. They're like doing like the old fucking gangster, like, you know, hangout picture, you know, in prison. Where they're going, oh, you know, fucking. <laughs> so, they do that. So, it's that dude. I think, I forget so his hold name. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So, the guy that fucking, I, I, I figured there was some kind of twist at how Drago got beat up. Yeah, so it was one of Damien's fr- prison cellmates. Oh boy, that he was doing the gangster squat with. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's him and like a bunch of like thugged out motherfuckers, right? Fuck yeah, I mean I wouldn't say that shit to their face. No, no, no. So, so he's like motherfucker. So he goes down to the beach where he's hanging out, like you know, then after the fight and stuff. Just a bunch of bigger motherfuckers hanging out with him. Like, what you doing down here? So like, that's cool, man. Another guy pulls out a gun. He's like, come on, man. Chill out. Give me that gun. He, uh, and so he's like, how could you do this, man? He's like, I told you I wanted to be the champion. He's like, you ain't going to help me. He's like, I'll do it myself. So what are you going to do about it, motherfucker? He's like, shut up. And then all he just, boom, knocks Adonis down to a knee. He's like, get the fuck out of here. And Don's like, his eyes all bleeding. He's like, motherfucker. He's like, yeah, that's right, bitch. He's like, I'm the wait champion minute, now. Tell this story again. So Adonis goes down to where? He goes down to the beach to find out, find his buddy where Adonis. Damien's at. Where Damien's at. Damien's hanging out with all his thug buddies. He's like, hey, man, what the fuck's this bullshit? He's like, I told you I needed to be the champion, man. I don't have time to fuck around. You know, he's like, I'm pushing 50, you know. So, so he's like, he's like, I need to be the champion now. So, so any means necessary. So he had that dude fucking his hand broken. <laughs> the whole thing was a setup from the beginning. 
The whole thing was a setup from the beginning. Him trying to be his friend, all that shit. So he became champion. Well, no, no, I think no, they're they're friends, but he was just so set on being a you know a champion, and he seems he got his opportunity taken away from him. So he's like, "Fuck this." He's like, "You got money, you got the means, you have the champion. Give me a shot at him." You know, he's like, "Fine, fucking mother." So he had to so he had to make his own shot. So and then okay, so then boom, then he has a a a, a, a talk with his wife. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine, baby. Hey, you know what you got to do? Oh. <laughs> Adamus, come on, man. You know what's going on, Adamus. This guy Damien, he ain't gonna do shit to you unless you go into the ring and box him. Uh, you're right, you're right, baby, you're right. No, no, she's like, you gotta do what you gotta do, baby. Because I'm a woman and I'm in my own place and you gotta be in your own place. Yeah. I love you, baby. Then the silhouette of their big lips kissing. Heck yeah, baby. In front of the fireplace, you know? It's like, that's what it was. It's just, just, this is his directorial debut, so it's not the best shots, you know what I mean? So all you see is her lips and his lips. They got, both got really big lips. Not racist or anything, but it's just like, and it's right in front of their fucking fireplace. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Gotcha. It's like, yeah, and then he has this mustache that just doesn't look good on him, man. I know, I know it's a, I know it's like an homage to his dad's goatee, who was never there. He's like doing an homage to his dad. He left him fucking in group homes to get beat up. <laughs> Well, and also in the movie, like he gave him a, a Rumble in the Jumble, Jungle ticket, uh, like to uh, Adonis after he won his Golden Gloves match. He's like, "Hey, man, I got a gift for you." This is right before they went to the liquor store. He's like, "Oh man, thanks, bro. This is sick." You know, it's like, "Yeah, my dad gave it to me." <laughs> so here's a ticket, motherfucker. I'm gonna play catch with my four golden retrievers while watching TV in my big ass pool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but Adonis came up with his own, and then he made his, got his own pool. And that's the way it comes up. So then. <laughs> I don't need nothing from you, Dad! But he has a picture of his dad fighting Rocky in the uh, in like his little shrine area. I'm like, come on. He's like, you want because uh, because homeboy's like, you're not gonna give me a chance. Like your dad gave uh, uh, this homeboy a chance. You know, remember because Rocky. Yeah, because Rocky was a nobody. Yeah, Rocky was a nobody. He's like, I'm a nobody. Give me a chance, motherfucker. Like your dad gave someone a chance. It's like my dad didn't even give me a chance, motherfucker. So shut the fuck up. They go back and forth. No, no, I know. I'm just saying that's what I would say. <laughs> that's what I would say. Bill, <clears throat> your daddy gave a cracker more of a chance than you, nigga. Like, shut up, motherfucker. <laughs> dude, dude, words, Oh, dude. 
Look, I'm gonna kill you, brother! Come on now! Okay. Okay, so... So, of course, they end up fighting, hiding, 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 hiding. Boom! Adonis comes out of retirement. He's like, I'm gonna fight you! And then he, um... He goes on whatever, some famous sports show. I don't give a fuck what it is. Uh, and like the sportscaster, the black weird dude. You've seen him in a bunch of memes. Like, okay, now, you're gonna. I said, I got some news for you. So I'm, I'm gonna come back. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's on a real, it's on a real thing. Just like they did last night with the UFC fight. They had Jake in between fights, right? Yeah, in between fights, I was watching it on um, uh, TikTok. I was watching the fights over on... It's the best way to watch the fights. It's for free. So I was watching... Um, John Jones won first round choke. Uh, but um, just choke this motherfucker out, dude. The guy's like... Aah! But before that, they had Jake Gyllenhaal. Because it's the new Roadhouse movie they're filming. So... So Jake Gyllenhaal, they had him fight real fast, do like a match and like come out and the crowd was all into it and shit, of course. So that, that was a good idea. But for people who... Huh? Was he really fighting? No, no, it was filmed for the movie. It was just him, you know, like it was a quick like, you know, one round, like, you know, first 12... You know, second knockout. Probably it will be in a flash forward like, oh man, you don't want to mess with this guy. He's an ex-UFC fighter. And it will show it in a clip, you know, of him da, 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 knocking the guy out. Yep. You know, like he doesn't follow by the rules. And then it will just be a quick clip of him in the UFC fighting somebody. Uh, yeah, so he's going to be... Uh, so it's the new Roadhouse movie they're filming. So... So yeah, so Creed goes in. Uh, what's his face comes in, of course. Um, but they film. Well, no, but they filmed the, like the last episode. The last so they filmed the first round like normal, like quack quack quack, and then the second round or the third round, they go into like he gets punched and it goes the. Uh, Everything disappears. It almost goes into an anime fight sequence. Everything disappears except for them. He gets slammed into like um, prison bars, you know, like you know, like almost like cartoonish prison bars that pop up behind him. Like, oh! Behind Creed. Behind Creed. <clears throat> like uh, a Damien pushes him back and punches him into the ropes, but he slams into prison bars. No one is in the audience anymore. It's almost like a whitish screen, and it's just them two. It's only the sound of them two boxing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, um, there's all you hear is their boxing, almost like the uh, like almost ripped off of the Dark Knight Rises, you know, with the 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 Bane fight sequence. So all yeah, so he's just like all you hear is punches and stuff, uh, and then he starts. Yeah, and then he starts beating the shit out of him, of course, throwing, like, weird combos and uppercuts, and the slow-mo fucking... The slow... Like, the pan around into the kidney punch, then the pan around up into the okay. uppercut, then the... You know, the Creed getting his ass kicked? No, this is Creed punching back, and then it goes to the audience, and then it shows him getting beat up, and he falls. 
The second time I saw it, the second he dropped, I just walked out. I'm like, bye. Because <laughs> after that, all it is is him like, hey, I'm looking back at the ring again. Hey, I'll go over to Damien's uh, locker room and go, hey, bro, I'm sorry, man. I had to do that shit. It's like, oh, it's okay, man. You just cost me millions of dollars on a fight that I already set up, you know. Yeah, man. He's going to actually, he'll easily be in Creed 4 as like, you know, like, oh, I got a boxer you can fight, you know. Watch. It's a, so overall, there's some good action. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got a boxer you can okay, fight. Okay, so Creed fights back. Creed knocks him out or whatever, fucks him up. Uh-huh, and then, and then he, he goes back to the locker room to talk to him. You know, like, hey, man. You know, he's like, hey, brother. <laughs> Basically, he just had to, like, duke out all of his rage he had towards him for 18 years, you know? And he's like, fuck, man. He's like, I got it out. He's like, Basically, he needed to get his ass kicked. To put him in his place, so he's like, "Fuck," you know. So wait, Creed goes to his locker room. Yeah, yeah, you know, Creed goes to his locker room. It's like, like, you know, like, hey, let's bury the hatchet. It's like, you know, it's all good. He's like, we fucked up. We were kids. You know, it's like, yeah, you're right, man. He's like, I don't hold anything against you, man. I'll see you in Creed Four, nigga. You know, (laughs) basically, is what they're saying. Do they do the whole? Clap hands and thug hug or what? Yeah, that's, actually they did. And then it slowed. And then it showed it down. And then it showed it into a painting, like they did with Iraqi Three. But it showed them about to kiss, and then it stopped it right before their lips touched. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, brothers would be like, "What the fuck?" Dude, all these brothers would be like, "What the fuck?" You know, but hey, man, it's good. <laughs> They're all about to kiss. Like, what the? Oh, oh man. Yeah, dude, dude. That would be hilarious. Oh, <laughs> I would crack up, man. I would crack up oh, so hard, dude. That would be a oh, great ending. God. You know how they do it always with, with him, with the, with the painting, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be them grabbing each other's asses about to kiss, dude. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah, Let's not end in violence <laughs> He's all, I'll show you what I learned in prison Over 18 years Open the door You got the key Baby I know Oh shit we slow dancing aren't we Hell yeah we slow dancing <laughs> Hell yeah, we slow dancing in our locker room, ain't we? Hell yeah, we slow dancing. <laughs> the brothers would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep, slow dancing. Yeah, totally did this slow dancing with the credits rolling over him. And then the wife walks in like, what the fuck? Like, oh shit, sorry, honey. Oh my god. A motherfucker. 
So uh, what do I rate Creed 3, guys? If it did end, end that way, I would. It, uh, it just ends with him like, see you next time, or labor, you know? It's like, what? Uh, uh, two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes. Uh, three to five ear holes for the Dolby. It sounded pretty good. Uh, overall, it was about a two to five punches to the arm. Uppercuts, bad acting. Mexican heavyweights. What a joke. That's what I wrote. As a... <laughs> I was... Seriously, when I saw him, I'm like, oh, he must be managing middleweights now. It's like the new Mexican heavyweight. I'm like, what? This is what inclusion has gotten you guys. Mexican heavyweights in Creed 3. Oh, it can't be another black guy. Nope, no. Sorry. Can't be another white guy. Asian? There's no Asians big enough to be heavyweights. Uh, I guess we're going Mexican. Huh? Cats that are big enough to do that kind of shit. They're fucking overseas in other countries and they do that K1 fighting shit. They don't fuck with no fucking boxing. Well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, real fighters, yes. Yeah, real fighters, yes. I like K1 because the grappling, like, no, no. You got to stay on your feet and take your punches and kicks like a man. God damn it. None of this locking me up and throwing me to the floor. Okay, you win. Well, yeah, well, K1's more kickboxing. Yeah, K K1's more kickboxing. Uh, speaking of K1 kickboxing... Are we doing this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? They're like, yeah, Creed 3 was great until the slow dance. Like, what? I got you, brother. Oh, really, brother? Okay, let's see if we got the soundtrack here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, really quick, I'll show you, um... Uh, some of the music that I've come across this week. Fantastic. Uh, let's do a music block real quick. Let's see. Uh, this is just some of the stuff uh, I think I've come across this week. You know I'm a black fucking... What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You know I'm a black fucking... You know a, no, you know, you know I'm a black fucking Angels fan. And you fucking sent me that... Uh, oh, did you like that song? Yeah, dude. I, I dig all their shit, bro. Okay, well, this isn't black... I, I, this is, uh... This is other stuff. This is, um... Have you heard of Lorna Shore? No. This is right up your alley. 30,358,913 people have heard this song. Okay, you ready? Okay, so they're doing all right with that single. Here you go. But listen to this shit. It's right up your alley. The, the, the vocalist is insane in this band. 
He hasn't said anything yet, he's just making noises. Now he's talking. What do you think? What? I said send me a link to it. Okay. I'll share it with you right now. Okay, hold on, hold on. You're not the best part yet. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Listen to this part, here we go. He does like pig grunts. <laughs> Hold on, dude. That's not even the best one. Hold on. I'm trying to find it. He's like, relinquish the flesh, temptation of the body and soul. Asriel, guide me beyond the veil. <laughs> Obitual, free me from this mortal shell. Enter into the darkness night. I will sink where I lie. Through the sands of time. Through the angel's eye. My final breath, swallowed by the womb of death. Okay, here we go. Hold on, hold on, here it goes. Here we go, here we go. Right here, right here. Let's do this breakdown. I did. Cause I will blast. Good, cause I'm gonna blast this shit for when my kids don't get up for school, dude. That okay, so that's to the hellfire from Lorna Shore. All uh, right, now answer my goddamn question, man. What? Are they from the United States? Cause I'm. Uh, I believe so. 
No way. Really? I think so. I don't know. I don't quote. Well, what probably you not. What did you say their fucking name was again? L O R N A Shore. Lorna Shore. Lorna Shore. <laughs> okay, then the next one we got. Uh, where is it? Oh my god, they are from the United States. <clears throat> okay, this is the next one, guys. What? What? They're from New Jersey. Oh, well. From New Jersey, it's a Jersey thing. Okay, well, it's fucking insane. Just their. And that's not even a drum machine. That's live drumming. That's live. These guys are on fucking Adderall or some shit, dude. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, these kids today, man, just like with the skate tricks today are insane. Okay, here we go. Ready? Okay, this is smoke crack. <laughs> this is uh, by um, Savic. Is this shit? Okay, so. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, dude! Bitch, I smoke crack every day. For you listeners out there, when Chris and I were in junior high, we were of the very few kids in our age group that smoked pot. We were. So we used to get called dope fiends and all this shit because we smoked weed. That's all we did. But it's just funny because people who don't smoke that shit might as well be smoking crack. Cause right, remember how people were fucking dopeies, bro? Remember how they oh, do yeah. that shit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We we were looked at as like heroin addicts. Yeah, totally, dude. So you know why not just bitch and smoke crack every day? Do you fucking dopey, bro? You fucking doofy, bro. Okay, here's another one. Here's another one, guys. This is um, Kanki Kanchanka. Bless you. <laughs> These guys are not from New Jersey. <laughs> Sneezing. <laughs> bless you. <laughs> bless you. What? 
This is like he just walked into one of them gangster ass Middle Eastern clubs, dude. Oh, dude, you're like, oh shit. Like, no, no, you know what I'm saying? Like Americanized, some, you know, Middle Eastern Americanized kids that are like, you know, they just, they just play hard. But, they're, you know, you still don't want to fuck with a group of them because they outnumber your ass. But you like walk into that club and that's what they're fucking. You got your hip hop, we got our hip hop. What's up, dog? <laughs> I know, you're like, what the fuck? You're like, oh shit. Oh shit, it's all fucking up. It's like, what is it, only the strong in here? <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, here we go, here's the other one. Here's the newest one. Alright, break it all down. This one just came out. Oh, it's this one right here. You're like, what the fuck is this place? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, bro? There's fucking Jewish harmonicas in this song. <laughs> No, that's the Jewish harmonica. <laughs> that fucking twangy thing. Remember this? The Jewish harp. Is that what they called it? And this shit has. This shit bumps, dude. And that guy's really singing. It's like a Muppets fucking band. It's like fucking like the new school Shabba Ranks. Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Shabba Ranks, dude. <laughs> dude, there's a great skit of Shabba Ranks fucking, uh. Uh. Dude, God, what is it? Okay, what's the other song? I'm, I'm gonna look. Wait, what's the other song? <laughs> I was just singing along with uh, Shaba Ranks the other day. What was it? Um, uh, what song is that? Because all I was doing. What, what song was that? Maxi Priest, remember that? What song was that? No, wait, hold on. Now it's on the tip of my tongue. It's like. What song is that? That's motherfucking. It ain't me. It wasn't me. That's fucking. Superfly? No, man. Fucking no, just as lame, though. Uh, oh, oh! That's right. <laughs> Every time the Jamaican guy would pop up, dude, I'm just all. 
<laughs> Every time he'd drop up. That's all it would sound like to me, dude. Because <laughs> it'd be like, oh, here he comes. And then, and then it would just cut off exactly right where he cut off. That's, uh, that's what I was singing in the... Uh, <laughs> that's what it sounds like, dude. It's like, what? It's a hobble, 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 and the gobble, 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 hobble, hobble, gobble. Like what? <laughs> okay. Uh, did you go see Gary Newman yeah. yet? No, that's the shit. He's right there. Uh oh, hold on, you're breaking up. Got a hobble. You don't, you don't remember that jam? Gobble, wobble, hobble. No, what song is that? It wasn't me. Gobble, lobble, hobble? No, no, it's called Gobble. Was that, yeah. is that, who was that, was that, um... Fuck, I can't remember, dude. I can't remember, but, like, that was, like... It wasn't Shabba, it wasn't Shabba Ranks, though? No, no. <laughs> Same no. difference. And it's sad, because when I DJed at this one fucking, uh, bar, they, they used to fucking request that stupid song. Was it Shaggy? Shaggy. Yeah, hobble, 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 <laughs> hobble, hobble, hobble. That's right. Okay. Could I be a douchebag and fuck the beat off on my bitch? I don't know. That's right. Okay. All right. You got any news before I go into the next movie? Uh, yeah. Donald Trump says that. <laughs> Get this. Even if he is being like taken to fucking court and everything. Okay. He says he's still going to try to run for president in 2024. Oh, yeah. And now that's not anything I really heavily want to get into. I just wanted to say. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the best president in 2024. (laughs) Biden, he just falls downstairs. What? You know how it goes. There are people who say these things. They don't know. You got Sleepy Joe at the wheel. It's a train wreck. It's a train wreck. Biden. Your story. You have the Chinese virus. You have the the Chinese wouldn't do what what they're doing right now if I was in charge. No. It's been proven. Yeah, that's right. Like Trump is some kind of superpower fucking political genius. Now it's been proven that the Chinese virus has come out of the Chinese labs. This is how much all we can do with that is make fun of this shit because we do not then, on the same page. We don't play politics. We're like, whatever. Chinese go labs. Podcast, go to another fucking podcast because we ain't doing it. With the Chinese virus. Oh, Joe Biden's fallen, coming up steps, and he's falling on his bikes. What? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Your bikes. They want this electric energy. What's this electric energy? This Tetris. We need oil. Oil's good. I'll support oil. Oil is good. I want to start my car, not recharge it. <laughs> Dude, I can totally when you just said that I can see him do the hand. Not recharge it. He'll do it with his stupid dance moves. <laughs> with biting his bottom lip, his fucking. Recharge it. He's all dancing. He's like, 
Yeah, yeah, this, uh, dude, it's going to be insane. Okay. Here we go. Before you fuck, oh, on. go. Before you get into the other one, I wanted to play a quick fucking com- comedy clip here of fucking Dana Carvey. Okay. Was this from the, uh, was this from the Chris Rock special last night? No. <clears throat> okay. Not. This was Dana Carvey. Doing Joe Biden. <clears throat> was this from Burt Kreischer's Two Bears, One Cave? Yeah. Okay. I think I saw it. Yeah. But go ahead. You like that? What? You like that? Okay, well, I'm playing it. Do I like what? Oh, That's Joe Biden, though. It's he did, he did Joe Biden last night when he was with uh, uh, David Spade. Because he was facing backwards, right? And this was live on Netflix, the first live thing. It was a pre-show before Chris Rock's stand-up special. And, he's, and this is at the comedy store. He's standing facing backwards. And, he, and David Spade's like, yeah, we're here backstage waiting for Chris Rock to go on. Uh, Chris Rock went on stage in Boston. And we got uh, our buddy yeah. here, uh, Joe Biden. And it just has Dana Carvey turn around all slow. He's like, spavel, service, civil, favel, rivi, savel, bivy, savel, bavit. And they're like, oh, hold on, Joe, hold on. He's like, oh, where are we? Hebrew, Sabo. And then he starts wandering off to the left. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's not supposed <laughs> to go that way. <laughs> well, uh, and yeah, he mentions, uh, he mentions San Carlos on the Two Bears. Oh, yeah. Because I was born in San oh, Carlos. Yeah, I mean, he, still lives, he still lives out there, dude. Yeah, I'm going to go talk to him right now. Yeah, let's have him on the show. He's not too busy for us. I know him. Basil Sievel, Basil. <clears throat> yeah, so, um... This is... The story yeah. of a girl who tried to river and drown the whole world And she looks so bad in photographs I absolutely love her when she sings Every time someone says this is... Every time someone says this is, that's what you have to break into, guys. That's the new rule. Just like with the Pee Wee yep. Herman. Okay, so go ahead. <laughs> what? Okay. I'm worn out because I, I just thought to myself, Chris is going to fucking fry me on a constant, dude. All right, right here, this is... The story of a girl who cut a river and drowned the whole world. And she looks so bad in photographs. Say absolutely love her. That's because Chris doesn't want me to be on the show anymore. This is his casual way of being rid of me. I just fucking irritate him until he just leaves. When she smiles. See? See? There you go. There you okay, go. so what is it now? Now, let me pull it up. I'll fucking bring it up, but then I can't even pull it up. Because, you know, I actually love it. When she <laughs> <laughs> Because in all honesty, I haven't thought or I I just remember that fucking song because of you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a classic 95, 94 classic. Come on, guys. Been drilled into our fucking subconscious. It just never it's in there. All those shitty 90s songs. 
<clears throat> like fucking, I have uh, I have the whole catalog of fucking offspring in my head somewhere. All right, go ahead. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> See? My friend oh, gives us simple every day. Then simple double dip. Oh shit! The man that really can't let me. And it was kind of dip, apple dip, dip. And it's told that there is no fucking way that, and we've talked about this many moons ago. We talked about this. <laughs> no, but 12 moons ago. And I'm not bullshitting you. <clears throat> if you recall, many years ago, we had talked about how fucking that song straight up is over the over Yeah, yeah, the it is. It's life goes on, definitely. Right? Yeah. So all we <laughs> think of is like a bunch of fucking, like, <laughs> Goddamn Corky's all Dude, what's weird is the lead singer of that band is like a certified uh, genius. Dude, he is a fucking goddamn. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's still funny in a. Uh, yeah. He's like top of his class, like business. Oh, yeah, dude. He's a, he's lab partners with uh he's lab partners with fucking Drago. Alright, so <laughs> he is, dude. Yeah. True story. True yeah. story. So he he's like like, yeah man, I was just like, you know, hey, I gotta go to school because I'm smart. I'm oh my god. Where I go. No, he didn't say that. But anyway, he walks into school, and there he is. He's like, you just take a seat. I'll be your lab partner. If you don't, I will fuck you up because I used to kick box and I was on Rocky. Yeah, come on. And I was in a horrible movie with Brandon Lee. Now, come on. Let's go. <laughs> the best thing that he ever did was fucking playing fucking, what was his name, honey? Thunder, what was it? God damn it. Thunder. Thunder God is fucking always sunny in Philadelphia. No, dude. Punisher, bro. Okay, so. <clears throat> yeah, he was a fantastic Punisher. <sighs> oh, he's the best Punisher, dude. <laughs> no, okay. He's the best one, brother. Driving around in the motorcycle in the sewers? Hell yeah. Okay. <clears throat> What's he in that? Dude, he was like fucking, you know, fucking Frank Castle's like... Oh, that's right. Like, oh, he's like, motherfucker, I gotta go fly this F-16. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta train this cracker to fly an F-16 because his dad died. I gotta, help I gotta help this teenager. His daddy's a prisoner of war and his dad is a war brother of mine when I was... That's right. He's like, I gotta tell this kid to put a tape recorder on his upper thigh and press play when it does routines in a jet. Now, by now, I probably got my dumb ass shot the fuck up. He's like, I just crashed my goddamn plane and this cracker boy gotta save me now. Dude. 
headed down the fucking press play. Now, as by now, I probably went down and played. Yeah. <laughs> you got this. Even though you're supposed to be only like... <clears throat> and it's all... The tape... Dude, the tape gets all warped up. You're like, oh, fuck, man! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck, man! Like, like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> it's all melting from the heat from the fucking cockpit. It's all... <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. No, 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 that was just too tight. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, like... Number one, because of the velocity, it just kind of like does something to the actual just the way the tape is. Running oh yeah, out. dude, the G force is on that fucking recording. Yeah. Tape layer on, and the dumb motherfucker didn't think you might want to put new batteries in it. Oh no. But that's when like that seriously, that's when batteries was like eight batteries that last an hour. He's just like, this routine's going to be two hours. He's like, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> you better plug that motherfucker in. It's all 120-minute it's all cassette tape. He's like, god damn. He's all, okay, now back to square one. He's all. Just remember, just remember, you just kick like your dick, motherfucker. Just remember, your daddy was a pussy-ass pilot, and he got shot down. Now, you better not be that. I I bailed the fuck out because fuck you and fuck your daddy. Yeah, I left your daddy behind. Remember that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Your daddy didn't equal the shit. (laughs) So your daddy was a piece of shoe. Oh, now, dude. Remember, the most important thing that I have ever taught you yet was well, you're in a zero G drawer. So now remember, the target is on the show. You're like, whoa, fuck. He's like, God damn. He's just punching his fucking thigh, dude. <laughs> trying to straighten out the tape. <clears throat> oh no. It's all remember there's no parachute on the seat. Like what mother the most important thing to remember like oh shit, Kadoosh. Then he's like, Dow Witch, motherfucker. He starts talking in fucking alien. <laughs> oh, there we go. Make sure that these cannot get deciphered. If people are listening in on your radio, I will start speaking a language that only you and I can speak. Language? What the fuck is that? Like, oh, He's all Dawitcha. The most important thing, if you 
ever find yourself in a flat G It's a dog Oh my god. <laughs> now sit out an egg and have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now to protect my baby. Like what? <laughs> oh, that's why you don't have a parachute in case you're wondering. Baby yep. butt baby. Uncle! 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 Like, motherfucker! Okay. So that's, uh, that's, that's fucking, uh... <laughs> that's Dow Witch meets, uh, um, what was it? Iron Eagle. Iron Witch. Yes, Iron Dow Witch. Iron Dow Witch. Iron Eagle meets, meets uh, Lewis Gossip Jr.'s best role as playing an alien that births a baby in enemy mind, no, guys. Dude, he may have not got an award, but I think he was actually nominated for... That's a good movie. For, yeah, enemy mind. Deficit pick of the week, guys. There is enemy mind. Enemy mine. Lewis Gossip Jr. and uh, the uh, the the uninsane Quaid brother. Dennis Quaid. <laughs> yeah. Randy, Randy Quaid. No, dude, it should start Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid back. This fucking alien's talking to me. Yep. Now what's this alien doing? This, you know, speaking of Randy. Randy Quaid? Randy or or Randy, Randy Travis? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking drunk, fucking color of the rainbow. He's like, hey. I don't know about Randy Quaid driving. Yo, do you know that happened in Texas? Like, everybody. And we're not talking, Chris, we're not talking like, you know, like, you know, a heavy populated area. We're talking some little small Texas town where, yeah, that's Randy Travis's property out there. Got made of a drinking problem, though. And he, dude, he was like fucking naked trying to drive the fucking drive a lawnmower to go get liquor, dude, and got arrested and shit, dude. Why not, man? You're bored out there. He's like, fuck it. He's like, Randy Travis has got a Randy travel. What? <laughs> no shit. They're on my big no ass shit. square head has to get out of this fucking place. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Uh, not another teen movie. Uh, hey. The whole sit down with the dollar. He's like, all right. Now that you're, you know, big girl, 18 years old. He's like, he's like, anybody special in your life? Like, any boys or anything? He's like, well, there's this one boy. I mean, I kind of like him. He's like, well, would you give him head? Anyway, on we plow, on we plow. Oh, uh, speaking of which, here we go. Children of the corn. What? No, this is Children of the Corn with uh, Ice Cube. Here we go, guys. Children of the corn. We ain't taking no more. So, so, so,
Okay. Okay, the film describes the events leading up to the and including a massacre of adults. What? What the hell? That's how it describes the film. Okay. Children of the Corn. We've seen it, right? Now, is this a remake or is this This the is the remake. There's a remake. Okay. Holy show, you in a windstorm. Are you flying the F-16 right now with Don Lewis Gossip Jr.? Right. Hang on. Lewis is trying to tell me something. What's he saying? Now remember, don't be an asshole. <laughs> get out in the wind so people get that shit on the fucking pond. He's all giving life advice. He's all, now remember, when you stick your hand down a woman's panties, don't go right into the pussy hole. Play with the clit a little bit. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's all, warm it up. Warm it up. It's like a car. You gotta warm that engine up. Now you might have noticed hair growing down there. There's grass on the field. Play ball. Play ball, and then uh, when you want to go up the shirt, twist the nipple a little bit. Just twist it a little bit. Don't put it too much. Like, what the fuck kind of advice is this? Okay, here we go. So the smack there. Just smack your ass when she won't buy. She won't mind. Alright, here we go. So this one is a good one. Children of the Corn. Uh, I think it's a little better than the original. When it comes to when it comes to the violence towards the adults. But I never read the book. I never read the book. Neither did I. I just watched the original with relative to the book. Yeah, I just watched the original with Mordecai. So in this one, it opens up. So I think in the original, the corn crops are dying and they're giving off a bacteria that's making everyone go crazy, almost like Salem witch type shit. But in this one, there's actually a creature living in the cornfields, right? Or they're hallucinating the creature. I don't know quite yet. Okay, so. So they, um, so they start off with um, some kid comes out of the cornfield and some little girl is sitting on the bike going, hey, blah, blah, blah. Like, probably 10, 10 or 15. No, no, more like 10 or 12 years old. Um, and then the kid comes in out of the cornfield, grabs a knife, walks into a children's daycare center and starts killing all the parents, right? And then the town gets into their... They put in... Uh, the town is like, oh, we'll handle this. And so they're all, we're going to knock out the predator. They try to end knocking out the predator. They end up killing all 15 kids and everyone in the building with the gas they put in there. <laughs> so the opening scene is like, it's panning over all these kids dead on this carpet, you know, with their faces all blue from the fucking gas that the townspeople put into it. So Holy now, shit, so they suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we know what we're doing and so and then the well, kid the remaining kids yeah so the remaining kids are like fuck you man we don't trust you at all so those kids are now revolting to um trying to think what, what they do okay yeah so the kids are revolting blah 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 so they end up trapping so they end up um going to a town meeting they're trying to find out what's happening. And the kids end up trapping uh, the townspeople 
in the jail cell and end up gassing them, but only knocking them out, right? And leaving a couple in the jail cell and then bringing the rest to this pit that they dug in the middle of the cornfield. And so they end up burying all the parents alive in the cornfield with tractors and shit. So all the parents are buried alive, which is a pretty funny scene. Uh, and then they, um, after they bury the parents alive, they go over and they take other parents and they just go run through the cornfield and see if you make it because there's a creature out there. And of course they don't make it. They all die. Um, what else happens? It's a bunch of, uh, brutal deaths basically in this one. And then it goes to the point to where they're like, Hey, we're uh we're sort of out of control show, here. Show the creature? Uh yeah, yeah, it shows the creature. Uh who does it who directed this thing? Now, people gave it a seven? Jesus. Uh let me see. Oh, you didn't think it was that good? Mm, no, it wasn't that good. It was only shown in like one theater. I was sitting next to some lady drinking a beer. And eating beef jerky. I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, by yourself, watching this ultra-violent horror movie. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, it was like a five, five o'clock movie I think I went to. Let's see, where is it? Critics review, storyline. Uh, hour and 33 minutes. Uh, it wasn't that... It was just violence. It was just kids... Going, hey kids, what are you doing? Oh, you can't do that here. Boom, slicing the kid, the the um, the mom's face open and stabbing them in the head. Uh, and then one of the um, I'm trying to think of what else happened. Holy shit, these kids don't like the parents anymore at all, do they? No, they're slowly trying to kill everybody in the town. And then yeah, at one point they slaughter this dude's pig. And they they feed pigs to um to the uh, parents or they feed yeah they feed the parents to pigs the pigs eat them uh, and they slowly they just run over the town man so then they slaughter one of the pigs hang it up for blood they smear the pig blood on the roots of the cornfield it's really weird stuff. Um, it only came out in one theater. You know, it was one of those ones, oh, we'll come out on Thursday at 5 p.m. Every other time, it's like 8, 10 p.m. No one's going to go watch it. Uh, this is this is counter-programming to Creed 3. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to see Creed 3? So overall, what do I rate this piece of shite? I'm trying to think of what else is going on in it. <clears throat> oh, oh, there's a great part where... Um, they pin this lady down and rip her eyes out of her head. And she's like, ah! And they're just pulling on the fucking cords and shit. And this douche rip them out of her head. And she's like, ah! That was funny. The old eye rip out. Uh, oh, so, shit. So, <laughs> so Children of the Corn, guys, overall I give uh, two to five aerials, two to five aisles, and two to five ripped out eyes. Nothing too special, just some ultra-violence. What am I seeing next week, actually? Mandalorian started up. What do you think of that? 
It was pretty good. I just hate when they do fucking episodes that really don't have, like, any, like, any type of, like, I don't know. It's just like, what's going to happen next? Because you don't know what the fuck's going on now. Tune in next week. Like, okay. Well, this is the problem. They show, they show these shows at the premieres, two episodes at premieres, you know? So they're like, oh, it totally makes sense to us because we watched it at a premiere. And, but to the average audience, together. yeah, but to the average audience. You know what I mean? Like, we put it together. We told the story. It's just a half of an episode to the average audience. Right. We're like, oh, great. So it's like the first half. Because they film it 36 minutes. is fucking lame. Uh, that's another problem. That's a that's another reason why I liked Andor a little better because it was an hour each episode. Mandalorian's cool, but it's too short. It's like, hey, how's it going? Okay, bye. Hey, how's it going? Okay, bye. Hey, what? Okay, bye. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm gonna go see uh, uh, Six Cream and the Sixty Five. Where Kylo Ren fights dinosaurs. I think, right? Is that the one? It was like, hey, we landed on a planet. Oh, whoa, we went back 65 million years. Like, what? Yeah, we just did. We totally did that. Oh, we're back 65 million years, guys. Where's the other one? Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, Tom Sizemore is dead. Ant-Man and Wasp is the second weekend's biggest decline for any MCU movie. Yesterday, I went to my favorite noodle house. They were so busy, they just handed me noodles and I walked away. Nothing. Didn't pay for shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, what? Oh, they're going to have a... $60 Microsoft um, official toaster that looks like the Xbox Series S. Uh, if you want to see that. Nice Guys 2 is officially in the works, guys, with Shane Black and Ryan Gosling on board. Yes! Did you ever watch that? Uh, let's see. The other one. 2033 Spirit... Oh, we're going to do that in a second. The Spirit Awards Rundown. Let's do it right now, guys. Let's do it right. Right. Yeah. Right now. Spirit Awards 2023. Spirit Awards 2023. Last night, yes, Chinese people won. The Asians are taking over when it comes to cinema. 
It's all coming together. Uh, Ten years ago, it was blacks taking over cinema. Now it's Asians. Okay, here we go. Um, winners and nominations, guys. Real quick. Uh. It can't be explained. Now, when you want to go for the grocery store, what you want to do is put the bags in first, put the hard items on the bottom, and then put the eggs on top. <laughs> like, wait, hold on! I'm trying to fire a jet fighter here! Now, you always want to put your, your perishables in another bag, so they won't touch. You want to separate your whites from your blacks when you're doing laundry. Now, when you get a fresh black shirt, never wash it with a bunch of white shirts. It'll turn them all gray. Like, wait, what? Okay, here we go. Where'd it go? Okay, uh, best documentary no one cares about. Best editing, everything everywhere all at once beats out Retar. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Best first screenplay. Emily the Criminal wins, guys. Over Bodies, 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 which sucked. Fire Island sucked. Palm Trees and Power Lines. Lame. Uh, best Cinematography. Tar. Whatever. Best Breakthrough Performance. Stephanie Hoshu. For Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Supporting performance in a new scripted series. What the fuck? Ayo Estabari for the bear. Daniel Schreit, everything ever all at once, wins for best director. And who else won? Quinta Brunson wins for Abbott Elementary. Yeah, I don't think so. Over... Uh, Hamish Patel, whatever. There's no one in that category. Hey Hugh Kwan, a.k.a. Short Round. Short Round, guys. He's winning. He's going to win an Oscar this year. Can you believe it? Short Round. The kid who needed blocks to drive Indiana Jones around. And who used plastic teeth to hold himself up from falling from spikes. Yes. He is getting an Academy Award next Sunday at the Academy Awards. Will I be there? No. But will I be watching? Yes. Best first feature, guys. After Sun. No one gives a shit. Uh, best feature. Women talking. That sounds like a headache. They won. Best Robert. They won the Robert Altman Award, please. Women talking. It should be called Headache. Uh, let's see. Best feature. Tar. Women talking. Bones and all. 
our father, the devil. And the winner is everything, everywhere, all at once. Of course it is. And Michelle Yeoh wins for everything, everywhere, all at once. That's it, guys. 2023. 3333 three, 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 No. Nope. Oh, here we. Oh, we're gonna do. Um. Uh. Let's see. Yeah, we'll do that one. The new Guy Ritchie movie. That's so groovy. I forget the name of it. Operation Fortune. Have you heard of it? Yeah, dude. Are you going to see it or what? I did see it. Did you like it? Well, we'll get into it right now, mate. Um, it's actually pretty long. Pretty long. Let's see if we get this one here. So, um, uh, Guy Ritchie. So, you know who he has to have on the cast if Guy Ritchie is directing it, right? Who? Operation Fortune. You're right. You're right. Jafum. Oh, hold on. What's it got to do with me? I'm Jason Statham. Jay from Steve. I've been taking martial arts ever uh, since I met Jet Ray. Wait, wait, wait. Just, that's my new way of saying his name, dude. Jay from Yep, Jay from <laughs> You know what's up, mate? It's me, Jay from Statham. I'm... <laughs> I took martial arts. Hey, wait a minute, Chris. What? Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, let's welcome into the, let's welcome into the studio. Oh, hello. It's me, Jay from Stifle. And you know what I like to do? I like to drive cars with skinny women inside of them. And then I like to crash cars head on with a big lug head with a stupid tattoo on his arm. Like, oh, wow. Thanks, Jay from Stifle. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh... I think so. The cast of this movie is Jay from Statham, Aubrey Plaza, <laughs> Carl Lewis, or Carrie Elways. You know who he is, right? He's uh, uh he's uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Uh, let's see, Hugh Grant, who likes hookers, Josh Hartnett. Uh, and a bunch of other uh, guys. So might as well be a hooker because he's a Hollywood hooker. Special Agent Orson Fortune and his team of operatives 
recruit one of Hollywood's biggest movie stars to help them uncover a mission when the sale of a deadly new weapon technology threatens to disrupt the new world order. <laughs> Boom. So they have... Um, so basically, it's a program that will uh, take a little bit of money away from all the banks. It'll make a glitch in the banking system to where they'll steal trillions. All That's all it is, right? It's like, a pure rip! It'll just look like a pure rip! And people are like, oh, whoa. But they'll have gotten away with trillions. Uh, and so Aubrey Plaza is the hacker uh, who tell you know, he's talking to... Who's talking to Jay from Statham? What am I doing here? Hold on. Jay from Statham. Yeah, here we go. Jay from Statham is. Jay from Statham in. Jay from Statham. Say what? It's me. It's just all Jay from Stathams. So, Jay from Statham is fighting Jay from Statham. What was that movie he was in? Um, like Undercover Spy is pretty funny, with him and Melissa McCarthy. Okay, so, uh, so basically he's the badass. They sent him in, and she's like, "Up, oh, there's two on your right, two coming up on your left, three on your left." You know, she's like, "You know, I'm using the martial arts that Jet Li taught me." Because ever since I was in a movie with Jet Li, I'm like, I want to learn more martial arts. Oh, thanks. And Jet Li's like, ah! So, Jatham, when, when you were learning martial arts, did you actually learn from Jet Li himself? Or did you yes, I did. Fun? I learned. Jet Li and I are best friends. Why the heck he's crippled now? I what? put him in that state when we were martial, when we were doing some, you know. No. The old punchy, pulley, kicky, wickies. <laughs> like what? <laughs> kicky, wickies. Hey, old punchy, pulley, kicky, wicky. You know how it is. You know how we do it over here in England. That's like, dude, dude, that sounds like some kind of like fucking London. Fucking football club fucking song. Yeah, punchy, punchy, kicky, wicky. The kicky wickies. The kicky wickies was the name of me daughter's soccer team. Guys, if you have to be personal about it, the old Willy Whoop kicky wickies. Willy Whoop kicky wickies, oh yeah. Here's a bottle of Willy Whoop Kicky Wickies and a flippity bow. Wait, what? Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, you know, when you got the trolley going hip hop on the flim flam and the hippity do. And you're going, you know, I got the bomb shrimp on the flim flop. I'm like, oh, perfect. You're following this, right? Oh, I think so. You know, when you got the him ham on the flim flop. You know? Come on, you got the old shim shong on the fling clang. Come on, then you got the old shimmy shimmy on the timmy rummy. 
Like, what? Chris, why don't you tell us some more about this? Hey, hold on, they got a Grim Ram on the Jim Jam. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? Oh, you know, they got a Fum Fum on the Dom Jom. Like, he's just a fucking drunk asshole. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, flipping it on me on the Timmy Tommy. Like, what? Alright, thank you, Jason. Oh, no problem, mate. You know, him home on the flim flom. Oh, thanks, thanks. Okay, here we go. So, um, I don't know. This, it's basically, it's, it's a long movie. And they just set up. Just, you know, like, okay, now we're going to go over here. Now you're going to be undercover and I'm going to listen to you and me while you tell me where to go and I fucking punch everyone out and go back inside. You know, it's one of those movies. It's like, okay, now we got to get into the tower without being detected. All right, let's get into the tower and being detected. What? <laughs> Uh, and then it's um, Aubrey Plaza basically wanting to fucking ride Jason Statham's cock the whole time. Like, hey, how'd you go? He's like, oh, hey, I'll be your corkscrew. Oh, no, you won't. You're a fucking flimsy, flimsy. You know, and so it's like, all right, whatever. There, there he goes again, Jason Statham. And then Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is like the arms dealer who's like the, the who they have to meet. And then they he have. The car with the hooker. Oh, here we are, man. Love. <laughs> yeah. And then. Yeah. And Josh Hartnett is like an action star that everybody in the world knows. He's like a Tom Cruise, you know? Like everybody in the world knows who he is. So they use him because he's a big fan of this guy. So they use him as an in to get onto his property to steal his uh, his laptop or, or, or fucking, you know, whatever. Copy all the shit on his laptop. But he's like, he's like, hey, how's it going? So he just wants to fuck Aubrey Plaza's character. He's like, how you doing, love? How you want to go travel the Maldives with me? He's like, I'm with my boyfriend. I don't give a bloody hell who you with. I want to fuck your cunt. You know? Just has no class. Just hits on any chick he wants to. He's like, come on, let's get ready. Like, what? Hugh Grant, stop it. And she just like plays along. She plays along with it and uh and they get the information out. Then shit goes wrong and he's in a chase scene and shooting everybody. And then there's they have a badass black dude who's a sniper. He's like, Hey, why won't you take these guys out around me? So like people are dropping around him. You'd probably like it. Uh very action oriented. So yeah, how's it going? Oh, I'm going to phone you on a flim flam on the gym. Yeah, let's flip a flop. So I give it three out of five air holes. Three out of five air holes. Three out of five uh, multiple headshots for Operation Fortune, the new Guy Ritchie movie. <clears throat> He's coming out with another military movie with um, Jake Gyllenhaal, too. I think it's called uh, Jarhead 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> ah. <laughs> It's just Jake Gyllenhaal with a jar on his head. He's like, fuck, I can't get this thing off. He's almost like Bubble Boy, but it's a jar on his head. Okay, so. Uh, oh, no, he's a Bubble Boy. He's a Bubble Boy jar head. He's like, I want $50 million. 
<laughs> That's what he did in fucking Bubble Boy, right? He did the Japanese accent. Yeah. Yeah. Because the guy's like, you want your way on Bubble Boy? Okay, we need to look that up right now. We're trying to look up Bubble Boy. Yep, Bubble Boy contest. Or game show. Okay. He was on a game show, wasn't he? Hold on. Wasn't he on a flim flam and a wibbly dip? <laughs> oh, no. The old, the old twaddly dog. Bubble boy. Okay, it's still, uh, oh, see? Uh, so, no, just I'll just put bubble boy $50 million, right? Right? I don't remember how much money it was. I think it's $50 million. I think it is. Yeah, $500. There it is. Here we go, guys. Jake Gyllenhaal is going to get canceled now. I need to get to Niagara Falls by tomorrow. Death for Whoa, I like the... I saw the sign outside and it's... $500. You want $500? Yes, I would... Please, I would like $500. You want... today we went over creed 3 children of the corn 2 or children of the corn operation fortune i have spin me round i'll do that some other time uh the park i didn't finish i started it but got bored that's about uh everyone dying that has passed puberty so everyone that hasn't hit puberty yet is still alive so it's all these kids are living in this wasteland it's like hey i don't know i think i was falling asleep watching it or something like that. Okay, let's see what else we got here. We got Tom Sizemore's dead. Spirit Awards. Yep. I got free noodles at the Noodle House because they were too busy. It's like, oh, here's your order. I'm like, oh, do I have to pay? They just walked away. I'm like, all right, bye. Um, Jackie Chan is gonna be Splinter in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Fetty Alvarez's Alien begins filming on March 9th in Budapest. Budapest. Pest, whatever. So that's going to be, you know, Freddy Alvarez is. He did the. Um, uh, refresh my memory. He did the uh, Evil Dead remake. Okay, okay. With all the blood and everything, remember the chainsaw? Directed it, right? Uh, yeah, he directed it, and he directed. Um, uh, God damn it! Not um. He's yeah, yeah. <laughs> like God damn. No, the one with the oh, blind no. guy. The one with the blind guy, when they attack him in the house. God damn it! What was that? Blind Fury? No. <clears throat> God, what the fuck was the name of that? I have like the picture and everything. 
Don't Breathe. Got it. Uh, he directed Don't Breathe. Have you seen that? No. You'd like that. That's about uh, these two thieves break into a blind man's house. But the blind man happens to be ex-military and has memorized his house like the back of his fucking hand. So they're just like, yeah, dude. He's like, draw pop. Yeah. It's fucking cool. There's no lights. Blind man has his house broken into because they want to steal a bunch of shit. But don't breathe. don't breathe. There's a sequel that's not as good. But the first one is excellent. And that's, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. But there's some great twists at the end. <laughs> don't breathe too. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> that's every sequel. Well, no, when it's not a good one, we just got to tag it with that. Nah, wasn't, yeah, you know, so-and-so too, Electric Boogaloo. Have you ever seen, um, have you seen Nice Guys? Nice Guys. Yeah, okay, write that one down, too. You would love that show. That's uh, that's um, uh, Ryan Gosling and uh, fucking Gladiator guy. What's his name? Russell Crowe in the 70s. Just look up a clip of the movie. Like, okay, I like it. Uh, they're making a sequel, guys. And it's um, Shane Black, of course. You got time to duck? Boom, Shane Black. Yeah, cool. Um, uh, he did, you know, one of our favorite movies, uh, Faggot Gun. (laughs) (laughs) It's my faggot gun. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's that type of sense of humor, you know. But yeah, it's a great movie. I need to watch that again soon. What was that? I'm refreshing my memory. What's that from? That's from, uh, now I forget. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, man. Uh, uh, hold on. I can find it right now. Hey, look up Faggot Gun. No. Uh, Shane Black. Yeah, Nice Guys. He's the writer for Nice Guys. Um, oh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. 2006, 2005, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He's Hawkins in Predator, nineteen eighty-seven. Yep. He uh he wrote the screenplay for Iron Man three. He wrote the Predator. Uh, he wrote Lethal Weapon one. Uh, let's see, and the Nice Guys. And he uh collaborated on the sequel, Lethal Weapon two. You got time to duck? No, Hawkins didn't say you got time to duck. That was Poncho. Oh. So you're bleeding maze all. I got time to leave. He's like, huh. What did Poncho say? You got time to duck? Uh, no, uh, uh, Hawkins. Oh, he's the one with the joke. He's the one with the joke. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change you got a big Change you got a big Right, that's okay. You said I didn't. Over here. I got one. Over here. Over here. Dave Chappelle. Over here. I got one for you. Over here. <laughs> for dissing him on Twitter. Over here. 
the beer, 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 that was the last thing he said, dude. His last dying breaths were over here. Over here. Over here. Pancho, he doesn't like the white man. <laughs> okay. Uh, over here. Okay, well, what I was saying is Dave Chappelle confronted Cat Williams about dissing him on Twitter. And I'm going to go ahead and play this clip here. And hopefully it picks up pretty good. Nope. But it yep. I went to turn it up, but I accidentally powered it down. <laughs> That's great. Thank you for that clip. Yeah, hang on, <laughs> motherfucker. Sounded great. Sounds great. It's like, hold on, we got this clip here. Now, when you're doing a nose dive, you want to pull up on the throttle. And you want to lean back like you're getting in a nice buzzard. Like, what? It's all what after that. So when you take a shit, you're going to have to wipe. Okay. Happening in the world of comedy. Earlier last week, Dave Chappelle released a new episode of his podcast, The Midnight Miracle, co-hosted by Tillip Kweli. Yasin Bay. Now, for a very special episode, they would invite Tommy Lee Cat Williams on the show as a guest. On the newly released episode, they will all show respect as entertainers and discuss parts of navigating in Hollywood. In the opening of the conversation, Dave will speak on the time he confronted Williams about dissing him on Twitter. Well, yeah, well, what happened? Okay. <laughs> what happened was, okay, I tried to sign up on Twitter, and I put my name in and said, this name is already in use. And you can't use celebrity names. I'm like, odd. So I went to see who was using it, and it was a fake Dave Chappelle. This thing had, like, my pictures and everything. This is when Twitter was brand new. And I thought, you know, I got to put a stop to this. But then I started reading this thing's tweets, and they were hilarious. <laughs> <clears throat> and that was uh, that was Cat Williams doing it? This guy, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh and every morning I wake up and get some coffee and just check in on Twitter <clears throat> and see what this fake Dave Chappelle thought was up to. Funny stuff every morning, but then he goes rogue. He starts, like, attacking celebrities that are friends of mine. And of all these celebrities, Cat Williams. <laughs> well, Cat Williams wasn't having that shit. <laughs> so Cat and fake Dave Chappelle start going in on it. And, and the problem was that Cat Williams was saying things fake Dave Chappelle that was hurting real Dave Chappelle's feelings. <laughs> As he would continue to detail the story. Would reveal. We get okay, yeah, we got. It. Yeah, I don't want to hear this motherfucker done. Okay, here we go. Here's my here's my off here's here's my off the phone lecture. Here we go. Everybody knows. Everybody fucking knows. 
Rose. Yes, it happened. I got smacked like a year ago. Fucking last week, I got smacked in the fucking Oscars by this motherfucker. The people I did it hurt. It still hurts. I got summertime ringing in my ear. <laughs> He calls him a bitch so many times. Yep. It's hilarious. He calls, he calls fucking he calls fucking Jada Beacon Smith a bitch. It was and great. Brings up, brings up the fact, brings up the he's like, I was fucking rooting for him. I felt sorry for him. But going on about how when the only um Yeah, the only thing uh that is uh weird about it. God, what was I gonna say? Yeah. Y'all hang that um is weird about it is now, like the 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 special was good, but everyone was just waiting for the end. That's what sort of ruined the whole special. You know, because the stuff before was sort of funny, but not really. No. You know, and, never really is funny. In my opinion, well, he has some funny stuff. He had well, like his first funny. two stand-ups. Uh, let's see. Uh, louder and blacker are funny, and. What's his no, other bring one? The pain wasn't. Bring the pain. Bring the pain was not fucking funny. That was um, kind of retarded. I liked Bring the Pain. I thought it was funny. I bet you did. Motherfucker. You ever gotta get a hit a gaga? And then you waka gaga haka gaga? Uh oh. like, nah, I get Nah, and then you waka gaga gaga haka. <laughs> Just remember what one of our just just remember though, Chris. Whenever you get this little fucking attitude of yours, just remember when one of our great classic rock and roll heroes, Don Henley, said, <laughs> "It ain't dead yet." <laughs> it ain't dead yet. So Don Henley, it ain't dead yet. All right. So what do you got? You got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, is that day yet? Is that day yet? Is that day yet? Go out with something great. Go out with something great. All right, we got, okay, here we go, here we guys. Put it on there. Here we, we go. Lay it in there. Okay, here we go, guys. Going rando. Random down the 700. Next week, episode five. Seven. <laughs> it's like going down. Five. Seven hundred. Here we go. Bye, everybody. See you next week. I don't even know what this is.
Ja. Ja. Okay, here we go. Do some Jimmy Page flashing lights. So far, he, 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 Flashing light all through the night Flashing light make me feel alright